It's the last week of February, and we are counting down. Five teams are looking to dance in March currently in the men's conference. We want to talk about who's in, who's on the bubble, who needs a couple more games under their belt to get things done. We'll also talk about Saturday's matchups here. Kenton Gibbs from Locked on Wolfpack. Let's go. On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and I'm joined every Monday by Kitten Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, we are talking all things ACC men's basketball, going over some Saturday games, a little touch on the women's games of Sunday, but really want to get into the fact that we have five teams feeling good about their standings when it comes to dancing in March, the road to March Madness, playing the NCAA tournament. We also have some teams very much on the bubble. So we're going to talk about the games that we saw over the weekend. Kenton, how you feeling? You know, I feel great. I uh, we, we saw NC State women's basketball team clinch their first ACC championship since 1990. I wasn't even alive then. Wasn't even... <laughs> Wasn't even a thought then. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was a good weekend for me. And Tommy White hits dingers. So, you know, the uh, number one third baseman in America who happened to sign NC State, not, uh, not bad. Not bad. No doubt about it. Jumping in already in the scene, we've got to talk about some ACC men's basketball. Was a great start to the weekend. Syracuse picked up a big win against Boston College, 76 to 56, a much needed win for the Orange. They are trying to stay above 500. They're trying to get themselves feeling really good about their future, you know, play in the NIT, right? So good, good confidence boost mm. for them. <laughs> then you've got Louisville, who played Clemson, beat them 70 to 61. A good win for Louisville. It was a closed match with one of the ones we talked about on Freestyle Friday being one of the top ones here. But where I want to stick around for these first half, for these early afternoon games is North is Wake Forest and Notre Dame. Wake Forest picking up the big win, 79 to 74 in regulation. And the Demon Deacons needed to beat those fighting Irish who are currently sitting atop of the ACC standings. And they said, eh, not so fast. The Demon Deacons are very serious about being a contender here in conference play. What were your thoughts about this matchup here from Wake Forest? You know, I mean, the Demon Deacons are who they are, and they're they're a very quality team at this point. If you still think they aren't for real by now, I, I don't know what, what you're watching. I don't know what else they need to prove to you. And it's not just Alondis Williams. They have a team that, I mean, they I, I say this and it sounds cliche, but they find ways to win ball games. And, yeah. and being in certain games where you expect them to win by a lot, sure, you should win those or sure. If you want to be taken seriously as a, as a NCAA tournament team, sure, you should win certain games by a, a good amount. But there's also just the, the aspect of, this team, when you think about what a complete 180 they've taken from last year, mm-hmm. it's it's flatly been impressive. Yeah, I would say argue that Coach Forbes is the ACC Coach of the Year just by how much improved Wake Forest is. Alondez Williams, if we could give transfer guy of the year in co- each conference, I would give that to Alondez. But I know he's skating his way to be our Player of the Year. Personally, feel like he has that top spot. He scored 17 of the Wake Forest's 23 points in the second half, and Jake Lo. Lover- the- 
There it is. LaRavia. Okay. Had 20 points on the night. A good win for Wake Forest, a tough loss for Notre Dame, but still very much in the hunt of things. And certainly a team that you can't just shy away from if they play ball right. Very dangerous when it comes to tournament time. Notre Dame is a team that's very reliant on a deep ball. Very mm-hmm. reliant on a deep ball. So what does that mean? You're going to lose some that you should win because mm-hmm. there will be nights where that three ain't falling and you live with that and you go forward. But let me tell you something. If you live by the three, you die by the three. But everybody loves to say that in reference to the dying by the three, but they forget to talk about when you're when you're living good, you're living good. As <laughs> Oral Roberts last year in the tournament. They found ways to upset highly seeded teams all the way through up to, I want to say the Sweet 16, just because what? Their two guards got hot and three balls were falling. So, I mean, it's it's the reality of all you need sometimes is for those threes to drop and you'll be all right. And Notre Dame is definitely one of those teams that they need them to drop. No doubt. And it must be nice to have really good guards. I don't know what that feeling is, but like I'm pretty sure it feels good. What you think? You? You don't have no good <laughs> Listen, we your, put out a, your guards are fairly decent. We got one one strong forward and one guard who's figuring himself out. Freshman freshman uh, sillies, you know. We put out an APB, a bolo, a missing <laughs> persons report. Cam Hayes has disappeared entirely this year. I don't know where he was. I don't know where his game was last year. The, <laughs> listen, if, if, if whoever is making Space Jam three and going around taking <laughs> random college player stuff, tell the monsters to give Cam his ability back. I don't know yeah. why y'all did this to Cam. He's a good man, okay? Man. He don't deserve this. He don't deserve <laughs> this. <laughs> no doubt. As it stands, Notre Dame is currently number two in ACC standings, while Wake Forest is currently number one, two, three, four, five in the standings. My glasses are not you know, doing great for me, and I have contacts in tonight, so let you know how I'm feeling. Ready to roll here, though. Talk more about these games. North Carolina Big win against Virginia Tech, 65-57 in Blattsburg. North Carolina needed a Q1 win for whatever that means. We all know about these quads and, you know, quarter. At the end of the day, I feel like Carolina's getting in. But, you know, let's for, you know, argument's sake, had to get. Virginia Tech end up in quad one? <laughs> Somebody, I, I need this explained to me like I'm a sixth grader. How did they end up in quad one? You know, considering they're in the middle of the pack of the ACC, a weak ACC like that, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But anywho, North Carolina gets their first quad one win of the year. Congratulations yeah. to them. They earned it. They they did what they were supposed to do. They they went in and they and had did. to. They had to. You they did what they had to do. Either they way. did what they had to do. But you also would say that for the pit game. You did what you had to do, but you did it. And so I think the whole bounce, it's it's very much on brand for this up and down team. It, you know, at the end of the day, you, you take the ups and the downs. You take the goods and the bad. This was up. So I'm happy. Do you take the happy with the sads? Because I'm sad most of the time. You know, if you're a Tar Heel <laughs> fan, you got to be happy. You got to be happy with a win here, period. Right? Because there's an alternative to winning. And trust me, last in the conference, I know, <laughs> I know what the alternative is now. You don't want to see the alternative to find the ways to win it. Listen, you guys are playing with a lot of heart. You're never giving up. Team is really gutsy. All of that good stuff. All of that you, good stuff. You know when they use those those uh, <laughs> words to describe your team, 
Yeah, you you guys are just playing with heart every night. You're the team that's getting beat 45 to zip, but you're still trying. hundred percent. So, you know, 100%. I, I don't care about the heart. You, you know who nobody ever says, oh, they're playing with just so much heart. That women's basketball team we got, because they actually Ooh. win the game. They Ooh, actually win some games. But that's another story for another time. I'm, I'm going to hold that off. I'm going to hold that off. Sure that. is. Other people want to talk about Virginia and Miami. Virginia picking up a big win, 74-71. Virginia, number six team currently in the ACC rankings. And I feel like Virginia is a couple wins away from making their case to be in NCAA tournament. I know it's been in a very up and down year, but the way they've bounced back. Got to Coach Bennett and the rest of those guys stepping up. Beekman, Clark. All of those um, young men have certainly played big here in the last half of the season. Well, you know, I, I think what is so interesting here is this Miami team has they've they've held court, they've done what they're supposed to do pretty much all season. And when you're playing Virginia, when you're playing that that pack line defense, if you're gonna lose a game to Virginia, you normally think it's gonna be Virginia just makes it mucky and messy and just a, a, a tough hard for you to get anything going. That wasn't the case here. That wasn't yeah. the case. I mean, Gardner went off. Kihei Clark went off. Um, uh, who is this? Kevin Cedric went off. There were a lot of guys from Virginia getting it done from all over the place. But Miami's tournament resume is so good. I don't think anybody's debating whether or not uh, they're going to be in come tournament time. Not to mention, sure. you look at the games that they got left. They got Pitt, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Syracuse. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no worries on that end for sure. We're going to talk about a couple other games here. But first, if you guys have not already registered, there was no football this past weekend, but it's okay because there were plenty of games in basketball to bet on, whether it be pro, if you talked about the All-Star game or college hoops. All of that good stuff is available to you with Bet Online from all the latest odds, total player performance props to whatever you need. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your betting options. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of the sports scores, podcasts, and news. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to Olympic coverage and information. So you want to do a little skating, if they're going to do a little triple axel, a little, you know, XYZ, I don't even know. But all I know is you have the opportunity to bet on it. (laughs) Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action Bet online is where the game starts. We're rocking and rolling here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. We've got a few more men's basketball games come up, go over from this past weekend. Duke taking care of business, beating Florida State 88 to 70. We knew they would. Florida State is very man down. You know, they can't be a next man up because how many people you got on the team who are even healthy and available? It's really tough. But a good win for Duke coming off of, you know, when we talk about this season, having lost to Florida State, having the opportunity to take care of that one and put it away. Good on them for, you know, making sure they took care of business. You know, here's the interesting thing that I find about this uh, this game here. Florida State is finding themselves in a little bit of a, a tailspin, but it's that's to be expected to some degree, right? And yeah. also, I mean, like you said, next man up does not work the same for basketball where you've only got 15 scholarships. You see what I'm saying? Like, at some point in time, you just literally run out of men. And then, of course, you're playing freshmen. You're playing unproven guys. Regardless of why they're not starting, they're not starters for a reason. And so, um, you know, Duke did what they were supposed to do. Being uh, one of the top teams in the country, 
being having all the momentum and energy from Coach K's last ride and whatnot there, you know, they they went out there and did what they were supposed to do. So more power to them or credit to them, um, because at the end of the day, it's easy to let a game like this become a trap game where you look at a team and you're like, oh, they're reeling. Oh, we don't have to be on our P's and Q's. We can go ahead and, you know, kind of lollygag through this one because they're demoralized and we'll figure it out some way, somehow. They were assertive in this win, and that's all that matters. Absolutely. Paolo Bancaro putting up 17, as well as Wendell Moore Jr. dropping 16. The whole, you know, starting group had double digits. I still argue that Mark Williams is the best player on this team. I know we talk about Paolo being the player of the year and how he's going to be freshman of the year and all these good accolades, but, man, does he go missing? I don't care what nobody say. You can argue I'll, me down. I'll, I'll, <laughs> listen, I, and here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we're talking best player right now, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't I don't think that there's any argument for who's better right now, who's more impactful right now, who means more to their team right now. Now, if you're talking what the NBA thinks they'll be in five to ten years, that's a different story. That's a that's a very you think different Paolo's story. gonna be better than Mark. I personally don't really do basketball evaluations like that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'll tell you this. Mark is the last of a dying breed. He is a, a big Very man's fair. big man. He is back to the basket. I'm going to hit you with the post hook. I'm going to hit you with it. I'm going to be a rim runner. I'm going to do all those things. I'm going to block these shots. Not really going to stretch my game out too far. He does those things at an extremely high level, which I think is part of why a lot of these bigs in the NBA are having problems now. They're spending so much time working on their shot and working on Uh, the ability to handle the ball and pass the ball, they're losing the basic fundamentals of being a big man. So whenever a big man comes along with good post footwork, he dominates off almost instantaneously because they're not, they're not doing it anymore. It's just not Mm -hmm. being coached anymore. Everybody's a stretch big. Now you shooting 20% from deep. You ain't stretching nothing, but the other team's (laughs) lead. That's the only thing you're stretching young man. So um, I, I, again, if we're talking five years from now, I don't know who's going to be better. And I think what I what I will say, what I do wholeheartedly believe, the gap between those two is is much lesser than everybody makes it out to be. I'll say 100%. that. 100%. I'll 100%. That. Yeah, no doubt. Agreed. All right, last game we want to touch here. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. There it is. And Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Tech, gang, clearly I don't even want to talk about this game. Can't even get it out. Georgia Tech beating the Panthers 68-62. to This is what pisses me off about Pitt. It's what pisses me off more about Carolina. How are you going to let a Pittsburgh team beat you that can't even hold their own against a Georgia Tech? Like, come on, bro. Come you know on. what? You know what? And, and I'm with no. you. I'm with you. Yeah. George, Pittsburgh, why would y'all lose to Georgia? We was not supposed to be last in the ACC. <laughs> we were out. We beat Georgia Tech. We did our job and not be a last in ACC. And pitch y'all gonna go let us down. I'm, I'm disgusted. I'm, you the know, best of the least. Come on. You know, I, 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 we were supposed to be the best of the least, but okay. then Pitt showed up and said, "Well, hold on hold now. On. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about this. Let's not get too hasty or anything like that. Let's not jump out the window here." And right. um, you know, it, 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 this. Again, this is a bad ACC, and we're talking about two teams at the bottom of it, which, again, you want to talk about 180s that that we were just talking about before. Passner's crew from last year just has fallen off a cliff, seemingly. Jose Alvarado, where you at? Moses Wright, where you at? My God, They are not walking through that door. Neither one of them are walking through that door, (laughs) unfortunately. I know Passner, he probably putting in some call. Jose, come on. Come on. I know 
He looking yeah. at that portal heavy, bro. Where yeah. you at? But um, no, it's it's a it, these at the end of the day that to see these two teams still playing hard. Yes, we're at that point in the season where we're congratulating teams for playing hard because they got nothing to play for. Um, it it is. I mean, it was a more entertaining game than you think based on their standing. Sure, no doubt. All right, well, we're going to talk a little bit quickly about these Monday games. We have Georgia Tech playing Syracuse, clearly both coming off wins and wanting to keep that momentum rolling. Florida State will play Boston College on ACC Network. Louisville will play North Carolina. Of these games, none really like jumps off the page at you, but I will say Louisville and North Carolina, North Carolina has to win this one. Everyone else is kind of like, eh, we're all fighting for the NIT. I, I disagree. I think the Syracuse, really? has, Syracuse has a shot at the tournament. They got a shot. Huh? They got hear me out. I think the I think the loss of Edwards really put them out of the conversation. They're hear also me? a live by the three, die by the three team. And and that's what I was just about to say. They're an exciting draw. They got a big name, Jim and Buddy Behan, big names, big okay. brand. Syracuse is a big brand. If you can find a way to win enough going down the stretch and win two. Maybe three in the ACC tournament. Maybe they could play oh, their way stop. in. Oh, they could stop. play their way in. I, oh, stop! As much as we would like to believe that, oh, the tournament is decided completely fairly, and only the best teams get in, and all that. Now we saw that Trey Young team with Oklahoma that was god awful get in the tournament. <laughs> that they, Syracuse still has to play Notre Dame. They still have to play Duke at home, and they still got to go play North Carolina in Chapel Hill. And their Again, final I'm, game is Miami. Bro, they ain't going to win all four of them matchups. Ain't no way. Okay. They don't need to win out to get in. Listen to the okay. teams you just named, right? If they beat, if they come away from that, two and two. Two and two. Okay, okay. And win two more in the tournament, two to three more in the tournament. You're telling me that that's not a resume just in those games alone. Forget everything they've done up to this point. Just in these last couple of games. Now, are they capable of winning those games? I doubt it. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm what the heck are you? I'm, why are you pumping it up? What the hell? Are you I, what I'm about? saying is, what I'm saying is, they have something to play for too. If okay. you're talking about teams that have something to play for, okay, you can have okay. something to play for and still lose. But I'm that's saying, fair. I'm that's saying fair. they got it, it's in front of them. It's in front okay. Of them. Because, of course, if they – you know Jim Behan team, they like to go to sleep through the entire year. Then they wake up at the – They the, they slept the too much. They slept too much this year. And and I'm not saying you're wrong. But if they went – like I said, if they just win two of these, especially if one of those is over Duke, especially over a Duke team that, like you said, their best player – Beat them by 30 players. the first time out? Okay. But have we have we not seen already in this conference teams get the win with hey, in one game? And come, fair enough. Fair I'm enough. just saying I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. You got again, it. I'm, I'm gonna let you prove your point. You again, got it. I'm not. I'm not saying that this team is getting into the tournament. I'm not saying they're gonna beat Duke. I'm saying they got a whole hell of a lot to play for. They, there's a lot in front of them to play for. Tyler Aki damn sure texted you, didn't he? I can feel it. Can feel you know, it. Tyler. Me and Tyler, are, we're, <laughs> we're 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 great friends. I love Syracuse's communications and journalism school. They got two of the best. Uh, they got some of the best up there. You know that. Tyler, you my guy. Blue, you my boy, Blue. But yeah, no, it's uh it's a I'm just saying they got stuff to play for. That's all I'm saying. All right, no doubt. Listen, guys, we know that it's time of year where you're trying to still get right, still get those fitness goals. Just because it's the end of February doesn't mean you can't hold on and try and get yourself right. That's why you should try this healthy healthy protein bar in Built Bar. Have you tried their puffs though? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallowy, fluffy 
delicious protein bar. They are a delicious treat, 100% covered in real chocolate. But frankly, all Bill Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. Low calorie, high protein. Go to built.com, scroll through them. Scroll down to the macros charts and you'll be blown away. You can also get different flavors, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate cookies and cream and more. At Bill Bar, they are all about taste. They make it delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at build.com. So we're wrapping up the show here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolf Pack podcast, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're available wherever you can download and subscribe. You can even follow us on YouTube. All right, we got to talk about the fact that there's five teams currently in the Bracketology 2022, Duke, men's basketball here, Duke, Notre Dame, Miami, North Carolina, Wake Forest. That's who's making the tournament. Virginia is number six on the cusp. Okay, I feel like the Syracuse is right behind Virginia. They're not out of it. And then you talk about Virginia Tech, the one you tried to uh, shade earlier, but they're right behind them. It's anybody's game. We all know with this ACC, anybody can win because we've seen the I'm top. Tell you, I'm not even sure lose. all five. I'm I'm not even sure all five of the teams you named as the shoe wins make it. Boy, stop. I'm not sure who who are the five ain't making it. You know who, and I want to say it. Is he, it only one? It's so only you only one. think North Carolina is not it's, making it? I think that they are at the highest risk of not making it. Only oh, because, sure. only because we have seen from them. We have They're fraudulent. Seen, we've seen that. We've seen a good team at times. We've seen the team that's like, what is this? Oh my god, this is. Oh, I got to cover Ooh, my wait. eyes. This is yeah. You know, this is Vince Carter ain't walking through that door type time. So. Wait, we, time out. Both. Shout out to Vince Carter, bro, because he definitely got snubbed in the top 75 NBA all-time list. But that's another story for another day. Anywho. Anywho, you ain't you ain't got to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We don't have time for the whole discussion. Do it. Discussion. Do it. I mean, we discussion. But, but, but. Ain't that basketball? Oh, okay, uh, cool. Go it, ahead. No, it is not. There's a lot more to basketball <laughs> than running is it? Is oh, it? You know what? You know what? We're not going to Exactly do why. We're, we're going to keep it simple today. We're going to keep it simple. But there's a, there's, there, I'll tell you this. Um, Virginia is trending in the right direction. They're a team that always seems to get their act together around tournament time. Syracuse, same same thing. How many times have we said about Syracuse in years past, there is no way that they belong anywhere in the tournament? And then all of a sudden, at the they end of the year, in the Sweet 16. they win two or three games that they shouldn't, and then they get in the ACC tournament. And all of a sudden, that zone that was atrocious all year is giving everybody fits, and they get to like the semifinals, maybe the la- the finals. And all of a sudden, you got to put them in the tournament. And so they what get you're to saying season. is Syracuse has us right where they want us. Like they're we're they're right here for us to slightly believe in in, we, in them. We all laugh at the old man that don't know how to wear his mask. And talk about oh he 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 going see now he's dumb like a fox. That man has hit the ACC with the rope of dope for the last six years now, <laughs> and we still believe every time that he's going to be done uh, when it when it matters. And every time his team show up in a way to get them get them either in the tournament or very close. So a hundred percent. I mean, it's going to be close. It's going to be a nail biter. I think it's going to be a very good tournament. And they're playing in New York for the ACC tournament. Let's talk about that. They're playing in Brooklyn. Got the New York fans might be heavy Syracuse. They can and, go on and, a nice little streak. 
And watch this. Remember all those Big East tournaments when Johnny Flynn and and Nitzel and and all those guys were were just making magic happen out of nothing in the tournament. Fab Mello, all those guys, they Man. it just they was like, oh yeah, this is a this is a good team or this is an all right team. And then next thing you know, they got the Big East tournament and showed their hole behind. All I'm saying is that they at home. Don't say it's not possible because it damn sure could happen. I mean, this became a whole we're putting on for Syracuse podcast, but it's fine. It's an episode that we never knew we needed. But I do want to touch here on the women before we get out of here. Number 11, Georgia Tech, 92, beating Clemson. And then we also saw uh, – make sure I have the right – do I have the right games? Yeah, there it is. No, 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 no. Wrong games. There it is. North Carolina beating Florida State, taking care of business. A big win after beating Louisville. There we go. Then we got Boston College picking up a big win against Wake Forest. Louisville took care of business with Virginia Tech. NC State held it down against Syracuse. Miami upset Georgia Tech, which we're going to come back to that one. Duke beat Clemson. Okay, getting their first couple ACC wins. I I feel Duke finally needed some good ones. Virginia beat Pittsburgh. Miami beating Georgia Tech is probably the wildest game of the year to me because Miami beat them 51 to 39. Georgia Tech was held to 39 points. Ain't never seen that in my life. Georgia Tech is a team that they love to make it messy, make it sloppy, slow it down. And defensively, you know you're going to have a hard time putting up points, but it sometimes comes at the cost of their own offense. It sometimes comes at the cost of – you know, we're not going to – we want to force you into taking bad shots, but if you don't take them, we're going to have a hard time generating offense. We yeah. want to force you to make a stupid cross-court pass so we can pick it off and be going the other way with, with our bigs who can run the court as well as they protect the rim and all that, and they're going to get down the court before your bigs. Easy two points for Cuba. Easy two points for Hermosa. That, that wasn't the case in this game. And Miami, at the end of the day, this is a team that – I mean, let's be honest. They lost to UNC by, what, 50 earlier this yeah. year? 40 or 50? Yes, like, that's my point. Yeah, this, this loss is a bit of a head scratcher. But then when you see the 39 points from Georgia Tech, you know they have one of those games where Georgia Tech's offense just goes – cold is not the word. They go frostbitten. <laughs> they go anemic. They go, we don't have a bucket in us, and we couldn't find one if you put us in a mop factory. Mm, I just think that it's like – as much as we talk about the the break, what is the word I'm looking for? As much as we talk about the drop-off of college women's basketball, that to me was just, wow, I just never thought I would see Georgia Tech getting held to 39 points against a Miami team that's you know plays God awful most of the season. I think that the, the, the drop-off in talent and all that in, the, in women's basketball is greatly exaggerated. I mean, yeah. let's, be, let's be honest with ourselves here. The number, one, the number one team in the nation as far as basketball goes, right? I believe it is uh, – What? no, it, it's not Tennessee. They just lost. Um, who, who is the number one – who is the – no, it South wasn't Carolina? Tennessee. For men's basketball? Oh, you're talking about men's basketball. Uh, Auburn. Auburn. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Bruce Pearl. So of course Tennessee came to mind. Anyway, um, no, no shade, Auburn. No shade. It's all love. Anyway, um, so if if you're talking about Auburn going up against the number 15 or 16 team in the nation this year, like we would see some upsets. If you're talking about some of these teams that are on the back half of the top 25 and some of the losses they've taken this year, Michigan State is on the back half of the top 25 and they've lost to some bums this year 
absolute <laughs> bum. So, I mean, it, the, the reality is folks are greatly exaggerating the, the chasm that there is in talent. I mean, at the end of the day, of course, most years you're going to get a one or two who are just, they're, they're better than everybody else. And it's, it's apparent mm-hmm. from a mile away, mm-hmm. but it's not that big. Anybody can win on any day as we saw, as we saw. NC State lost to a Notre Dame team that then went on to lose to an unranked team a little after that. Like, this is, you know. This, it's, it's just as fun as men, and I wish people would see that, you know. Exactly. Say all that to say. It is and just again, as fun and exciting. And if we want to talk about who's better this year, ACC women's basketball has a lot more than five teams that are going to be in that tournament this year. Yeah, 100%, no doubt. And I think of just shout-out to Player of the Week, Deja Kelly, and just you think about so many players who can get – ACC player of the week, and then you get national, you know, recognition. There's so many really talented women who are going to play at the next level that you can't sleep on it. Every time I say get up here, I'm going to make sure I advocate for it because this really is fun basketball. If you enjoy basketball, like if you just enjoy the game, it ain't going to be dunks every five seconds and all kinds of stuff. But if you enjoy hoops, you definitely get some good stuff with women's basketball. And, and that's the thing. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Most of these folks do not enjoy um, women's college or basketball as a whole, as the sport. Most yeah. folks enjoy the spectacle and they enjoy their casual fans. It's like with football. They don't enjoy uh, seeing somebody properly defeat a reach block. They don't enjoy seeing a proper platform, just drive a defensive tackle into the dirt and then go up to the next level and kick a linebackers behind too. They don't enjoy that. They enjoy seeing, oh, look, that's a nice broken tackle. Oh, look, mm-hmm. that quarterback threw that ball 60 yards. That's nice. Oh, look, and not <laughs> saying that those things don't require technical okay. skill and that, all that too, but what I'm saying is they enjoy the big highlights, the top 10 on ESPN. It's the reality for all sports. Yeah. And because naturally the women cannot produce those at the same rate because of the lack of dunking and all that, it's it's now devalued, which is just terrible. It's It's That's just terrible. terrible. Stop calling yourself a hoops fan. You're a dunks fan, and that's okay. It's not wrong with that. Look at yeah. look, look at how everybody reacted to the dunk contest. We're a fan of seeing good dunks. There were none available. Shout out Dang. to uh, Cole Anthony. Made the whole ACC look bad. You made us all look bad, young man. So you know, I mean, that's reality. No facts. All right, we got that's our time here. But we want to make sure that we get Kenton's information. Can you remind these folks of where they can find you? Follow your work. Absolutely. And my laptop about to die. So if it does, I apologize, good people. But anyway, <laughs> Locked on Wolfpack, wherever you're listening to this, and LO underscore Wolfpack on uh, Twitter. Listen, it's President's Day, but some of us still got to work, okay? Some of us have been working hard all day in the trench. I'm joking. I'm that ain't got nothing to do with your charger. Yeah, that ain't got I, nothing I, to do with I, your I'm charger. Joking. For Candace anyway. Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Until next time.